for the UK window and door industry. As you may have noticed, this and all previous, as well as, of course, future episodes of the Macanet podcast are now available on Spotify, alongside our Podbean channel, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music Podcasts. Just search hashtag Macanet and you'll be able to find all the episodes. Looking back before we look forward slightly, February uh, not only gave us the, the long-awaited plan, other lockdown measures in the United Kingdom, but also a huge campaign from an industry body that you probably may have heard of, building our skills, which is all to do with celebrating key individuals from the fenestration industry's love for the industry and primarily to encourage the next generation, which is so important for the industry, to look at the career in fenestration within windows and doors. So today to go through that a lot better than I've just explained is um, head of building our skills, Steph. Um, She can talk us through what building our skills is and what it does and also more about that campaign I mentioned in February and again, obviously going into the future. So without further ado, Steph, for those that maybe haven't heard or met or spoken with you or haven't doesn't know quite know what building our skills is about, can can you introduce yourself and, and the scheme as such? Oh hi Mark, thank you. Yes. Uh, thanks for inviting me to talk about building our skills. No pleasure. Um thank you. Yeah, a little bit about building our skills. The we established sort of back about two, two and a half years ago and really wanted to create a better awareness for the fenestration industry, wanted to start profiling its companies, organisations, the products or services, really to the external audiences, in particularly those who were looking for new careers. So we as an organisation support the activities of industry employers, so their training, their development, that offers existing workforces and the opportunity to upskill their workforces Okay. And I suppose from from my perspective, as, as my role of head of building our skills, I have two roles. One is to really raise the awareness amongst the industry employers. So anybody from a component manufacturer, a hardware manufacturer, all the way up through to the installer and anything in between, anybody who belongs to the fenestration industry, that building our skills actually exists and that it's acting on their behalf. And what, what we do is we, my, my role is to help promote that so that we can actually get them to support the initiatives that we create in order to help young people um, and new people consider fenestration as a career of, of, of choice, really. I suppose, and the reasons, and one of the reasons for doing that was that um, when we first started up, there was a great emphasis from numerous employers that had talked to us about the fact that they were experienced skills gaps, there weren't the installers, there weren't the fabricators and young people coming through. So I suppose that setting a platform up like building our skills and, and using that as a single voice is is helpful to the whole industry to create that stronger awareness externally. I suppose that that is by getting involved in in this from you know companies, I suppose they say hardware, everything in between. By helping building our skills, it's almost helping to help the industry ourselves. So like Matt Mako's part of building our skills. So by being part of it, we're almost helping ourselves by finding and encouraging that that next generation, like you say, is to be an attractive place to, to come and work. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we as an, we as an organisation, we will support every everything as an industry. We we support it like an umbrella brand 
for mm. that industry so that if and when people decide that they're looking to encourage young people maybe that be an apprenticeship maybe that be an undergrad somebody who can come into their business they can use building our skills as a platform to promote the in- industry as a whole because obviously let's face it we're a lot wider than just one organization and and we have a story to tell there's 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 a lot of influences in our industry and, and we have a really big story to tell we've got some fantastic IT driven companies we've got some fantastic technology driven businesses and we're quite in an initiative as a as an organizer as as a sector and and, and we're actually open to any individual no matter what their their scale whether that be academic we're actually an, an industry that can invite anybody into our sector and help support them to actually grow and if you look at sort of companies and and people like fabricators installers who may have come into this install as, a, as, a, as a, an apprentice many moons ago we know we've seen that natural progression allows young people to start from that that lower um, apprenticeship style to actually go on running their own businesses um, so it, it's a real real um, incentive to young people to inspire to do something that gives them a career for life really and and I suppose like secondly from for me and that's part and parcel of it is is I have to help support by giving that the industry one voice and actually support by that outward view looking at sort of external audiences where we can create ways that building our skills can actually communicate to them but we can't do that in isolation as building our skills that's why it's so important for employers employees individuals to actually support the campaign and do just their little bits to actually attract in young and new generations into our uh, into our industry you're, you're absolutely right and it's, it's it is such an important message that we as an entire industry you know i see conversations on twitter all the time about we need we need more young blood we need apprenticeships we need to bring the next generation into the industry so promoting what you're trying to promote more and more and getting that interest and getting that buy-in from the whole industry as a whole under one voice, under one platform, I think is really important and will be really powerful going forward in being able to find that talent and then getting that new talent that we can harness is vital, you know, for the future. Like you say, it is, there's so many avenues of infenestration. It is, it's huge, the industry. So we're coming as an apprentice on one aspect and then like you say, in the future, end up running their own installed businesses or their own fabricated businesses or both and everything in between finance stock warehouse management there's the the industry is huge and it is just about promoting that that as a whole so i think that's really um that's really important i suppose for for us as well being that single voice having that um avenue don't forget when as as an industry we we can be internally competitive and we can look at sort of the way our businesses are run. But externally, if you now look at the types of sectors that we're up against, that we're competing against to, to in this in this very small pool of uh, young people and, and new people, we have to do everything we can to create that bigger awareness for us as an industry. We're often seen as a, really a poor relation to the construction industry because actually a lot of the times we're not <laughs> profiled. Um, fenestration is like... A real underdog Um, if you perhaps look at um, how construction is profiled and and the element of it's not just the way it's profiled the funding that's given 
even though we do we are part of construction and let's face it majority of of the of the today's buildings you look into any city even through covid you look at the building work is still continued most of the buildings commercially are glass 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 fronted and we have to play a bigger part in that and making having a stronger voice to compete against a lot of these other sectors that are throwing a lot of financial aspect at it and 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 really attracting young people the nhs the healthcare sector you look at the military the way they do it you look at the retailers you look at uh, the groceries who, and the way that sainsbury's and asda and all those people are trying to attract new apprentices into their businesses it's really competitive so i suppose for building our skills having that uh, for the fenestration industry sorry not building our skills but but for the fenestration industry having a, a one organization that is primarily focused on creating that awareness is a really good thing for us as an industry in my view and i hope hopefully that obviously your listeners and people people within uh, our, our our sector will actually feel the same way about that i think it'd be a very harsh argument to argue against that stuff <laughs> but no you're right and from for my time in my visits across the macro group for example around europe I know the amount of work that as as a group it, it can take and the investment that goes into not just a training of young people, like you say, but something to build on skills. It's just creating that awareness that the, the investment and the, the effort, and the amount of work has to start there and making it an attractive career for all as well against these other industries that you say. Now, we at MACO around the group have on around 100 apprentices at any one time across the MACO group, which is, is vital for our future, obviously, and, and it would always continue to be, and it is hard work, and it's something that I know that the Mayer family, of course, who still own the MACO group, are so passionate about because that is the future, and that's why so much time and effort and, and passion and what we're doing here with building our skills is vital for. Mm. Of course, I, I know that, we mentioned that we now have this this roadmap out of lockdown that hopefully will be in well. We can try and stick to these dates, but even with with little wiggle room, no one's really sure how it's going to pan out. And it, yeah, COVID's impacted everything and everyone, I think, now. And, and young people arguably have been affected more than most when it comes to jobs, et cetera, and, and their future careers and how they may even view that. How has COVID impacted building us? building our skills at all is is it been negative positive a a real mix is there now with a heightened awareness on skills and jobs is that helped at all what's whether we sit on that front do you think yeah i suppose uh from building our our skills perspective obviously it unfortunately from a from a campaigning campaigning perspective it was very difficult in the early stages we we just actually opened uh, a new physical training center in sheffield just opposite meadow wall and the the plan for the center was to deliver more sort of bespoke hands-on practical training all industry related and to to look at ways of actually getting young people into that center um, to do that Obviously, with the school's closures and, and, and everything <laughs> under lockdown, that, that didn't, didn't help. <laughs> no. no, not at all. Um, but the good news is that literally just um, uh, hot off the press today. Exclusive on my next. We took part last week in 
in the careers, uh, National Careers Week, which was fantastic for us because it, it meant that we were sitting alongside some really, really big um, manufacturing names um, and sort of, like I've said, the likes of the NHS, etc. So building our skills sat there uh, virtually, but it still sat there. And we did a more sort of a virtual pra- hands-on practical um, session with Sheffield City. Uh, council and region and as a consequence of that the buzzword in Sheffield Council at the moment and and the learning and skills development partnerships are is fenestration and they're looking to I know it's great news and they're actually looking to because the because the centre is based up there they're looking to use fenestration industry as a, a pilot and bring a look at some form of event which which they will help they will fund which can actually then profile uh, the fenestration industry our employers any organizations that want to get involved and it will then profile that across their the whole region of 40 colleges and 40 schools so that's really exciting and i suppose like I said, that's that's relatively in its infancy. That was just this morning. But that's hopefully a relationship that we can develop and build. And by doing that, we've also chatted to them about how we can then engage with other um, local enterprise partnerships across the UK so that that helps to, for building our skills, to profile fenestration in a way not dissimilar to what we're doing in Sheffield but still helps local employers to actually engage in that around in that platform and on that arena so it's really it's really important for us obviously that we that we get those those uh, opportunities um to keep banging the drum about what fenestration is all about so yeah so that that that's great news for us but yeah so going back to the covid the, the, the center was 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 like I said was originally set up to do that and also sort of it did give us a time to actually step back and see how we could really focus more on the the campaigns that we'd actually got in place and one of the good incentives that we also looked at was that we were able to um secure some uh funding through the green homes deal for the green home funds oh wow it's nice to hear some positivity from that 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 very contentious scheme yeah and it has been and 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 it's so, and the, and the really nice way, the, the, the nice thing about it too is that we've been able to, um, we, we put forward a three-day training course for installers and it's it's half a day doing some online training and then two days physically at the centre in Sheffield. And this, this these courses are now fully funded and open to any installer, anybody who's, it doesn't have to be anybody who's, planning to do go through or on the green deal or are planning to go through the register they don't have to be it can actually be an installer who may have a fittest mate or an installer who may have a young installer within their business or somebody new that they think well actually perhaps if they went on the course it's an introduction for them to actually look is fenestration is fitting window fitting a job um, that they would like to do so this funding is available to not just industry people, but it's available for people as an introduction. So it's a really good way of bringing new people in. It's a really simple process. They just need to get in touch with Building Our Skills at sayhello at buildingourskills.co.uk and ask uh, with regarding the scheme and the training. We currently have 60 places, uh, but they are getting filled up relatively quickly. That's and we've good. got to 
yeah we've got till the end of june to actually get those okay. um uh, uh, put in place but the other good thing is that we, uh, we there will be have to rerun at sheffield but the center is now covid non-covid approved let's say <laughs> um so so uh, there are tests and it's limited to sort of two people um and the trainer at any one point obviously for that um distancing aspect of it but we can still run the training so that's great news from um the building our skills perspective and anybody who wants to take part of that and i suppose uh, what they do from uh, the back end of that is anybody who's on that course will then t- undertake numerous assessment points during by the trainer and uh, they will and can walk away with what we call a cue card which is something that the awarding body gqa for our industry UQA qualifications actually um will give out and, and part of that helps towards any training any particular any further qualifications that that person decides to do so that that's a really good incentive as well for nice. individuals to take part excellent and that's what just get in touch just get yeah in get touch. in touch and that's what part two of this podcast will touch on we're going to talk to gqa and, and go yeah. for it in a little bit more detail so now that sounds that sounds brilliant so yeah so it's it's been it's been like i said it's been it's been great and one of the things that i suppose what what we have to bear in mind as well as an industry is that from 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 our view from a perspective we've been we've seen a real I mean, most of uh, people listening in, if they're installing, we, we know that people have been seen as uh, such a high supply and demand um, aspect of this lockdown. Everybody and his dog seems to have wanted a new new windows putting in, new doors putting in, or, or some sort of structure, glass structure built, yeah. <laughs> um, which is fabulous news, absolutely fabulous news, but almost sort of artificially created. Um, and we know that people are going to really sort of come to the end of it and 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 obviously in the next couple months order books are just so packed out at the moment but but we want to sort of just highlight to people that i suppose there are a lot of ind- there are a lot of sectors that haven't survived as successfully as we have t- during covid and there is a like you mentioned earlier mark there's a lot of young people who are who perhaps have been in the hospitality um or retail environment who now don't have particularly any any roles i mean there's a there's a there's a point to suggest that maybe as an industry have we considered this and it's not something for me to say that you should just rush out and do but have we considered these youngsters who 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 are vulnerable who haven't had that sort of basis who could benefit from having some part-time roles or getting involved with an industry that that let's face it we've continued all the way through to be dynamic and and be out there so it, it really is sort of like Again, thinking forward about how we can make a move now to help attract all of those young people. Because if I was one of those youngsters sitting in there and I'd be thinking, well, do I really want to get back into that environment when we could be forced into this issue again? And I think it's just having that mindset to be a bit more open minded as, as employers saying, OK, well, these some of these some of these young people could be really useful to our industry, to, even as an introduction bringing people in so uh some food for thought there really yeah i I agree and and i think it goes back to what we've said throughout this this chat so far is that it's going to take the whole industry to really work together to promote and achieve that and i think that's what you in building our skills gives everyone that platform to do and i suppose really that's sort of what we look back at 
you know, February is, is the month we keep looking back at the minute in this chat, which is nice. February's campaign was sort of all about that, really. It, it was great. We saw all over LinkedIn and Twitter, and I'm, I'm sure on Facebook as well, the, the I Love Fenestration campaigns yeah. and all, all these really key people from across the industry saying why they loved. And there was a mixture of videos and, and statements and such. It was really nice to see. Can you tell us more more about that campaign, I suppose? I, I think we've already explained what what why that was important in what we've chatted so yeah. far, but also um, the, the future campaigns that you've, you've planned to, to continue this this drive of awareness and, and importance. Yeah, I suppose I suppose one of the biggest drivers, uh, yeah, one of the biggest drivers for us as building our skills is that we obviously have to engage with employers. We can't we can't do it on our own. It has to be organically grown through our network of employers and organisations. And and for us, we often get asked by people who are looking to support the campaign. How what can we do? How can we help? Now, we do have lots of different initiatives, um, but but one of the biggest things is is really telling your story because everyone who comes into this industry didn't actually know about the industry before you came in. <laughs> no, we were uh, just chatting about that before we started recording, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't wake up one day at 16, 14, 15, 16 and think, oh, I want to work in the fenestration <laughs> No. You, I love it now, though, just to, just yeah, to well, clarify yeah, for my, my employers listening. I absolutely love it now. <laughs> you, you sort of fall in, but what we what, but but we we can't rely on that method any longer. We we really can't rely because of what how competitive things are because generations change in their needs and what they're looking for as an industry. And we do have so much going on in our industry. Like I said earlier, the technology. You, the, the, we, we're always looking at carbon footprints. We're always looking at the green side of how we can make our products the greener to use as part of development. So there's lots of incentives that generation younger generations are, are, could really look at. Say, well, actually, that's that, that's what I believe in. That's what I want to do. So what we did is we set out about looking at um, engaging with. We won't call them celebrities because egos are quite large already in our industry. But we'll call them. <laughs> we'll, call them we'll call them influencers in some okay. ways. We, we looked at influencers across and who, who would be good at promoting sort of their stories quickly and just sort of talking about it. And and we looked at sort of the the, 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 the people who ran some of our marketing agencies and the editors of magazines and some of our trade associations. And we just said to them, look, do something, 60, 60 seconds that tells what sort of what you love about our industry and why why young people or new people should come into our industry. So uh, a real varied mix um, across the board. I mean, the main theme was people. The main theme about being in our industry was people. But it was a great, it was a really enjoyable campaign to do. We ran it all the way through um, February and got a real good uptake. So part parcel of what we're asking supporters to do from um, when they say, well, do you know what? I want to help. I want to join building our skills. How can I how can I help give a voice? And we're saying, OK, it doesn't have to be a video. It could be a podcast. It could be um, a statement with an image. It could be anything. But just have your say and, and, and tell people why you love fenestration industry, because f- from that, the collateral uh, the marketing collateral of actually utilising those small clips 
and being able to then uh, present them back to young people at careers fairs when we're doing different types of inter interactions with um, even external agencies. It's a great, it's really impactful. It really is impactful. Mm. So so we're sort of getting that route where we, we, we would like the hashtag love fenestration campaign as it is to carry on by any new supporters really joining in wearing the badge sharing their story and let's let's bring together even more love for the for, for the actual industry itself and, and 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 allow building our skills to help promote that out to the audiences that where it's necessary really and attract attract people in so yeah it was it it, it was oh, nice. really well picked up as well mark really well picked up so we're really pleased with it Good. and i suppose from 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 sort of moving forward with that like i said yeah. um we've we've got numerous campaigns running but one of the campaigns that we're really looking to drive in the forthcoming months is um our inspiring the future campaign we're really looking to do more of a recruitment drive really and make people aware of what the campaign is all about so the, the campaign itself is, is like it says, Inspiring Future. It's about a work volunteer, an industry volunteer, to go into and engage with um, a local school uh, or a college and talk about their experiences from a career perspective and talk about the industry that, that they work in. And, it, and it's, it's supported by and sponsored by Fencer. Okay. We've got a real backing here, but we've got other sort of trade associations that are really going to push their memberships as well to actually see if the people can engage with this. And this isn't about having our corporate companies. This is this is about the installer. This is about fabricators. This is about people from, from the shop floor all the way up to the chief executive, including apprentices, who can actually go into... Uh, talk to young people about w what they're doing and about yeah. where, how careers developed because I mean there's a lot of evidence to, to show that children from a really early age of seven um, and this is this is government um, research that's been done not not just from 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 building our skills but it, there's a lot of evidence to show that even from young children as young as seven years old can actually be influenced and inspired to change their views and their expectations on what, what the career is for their future. Because if you think about it, the, the influences that they have predominantly fall within their caring environment. So their parents, the carers, the, the yeah. grandparents, their knowledge of what, what, what industries they've worked at in the past and, and, and the very limited career advice that they do get at school. And it is limited. It only expands when people from industries like ourselves go in there and start talking about to to youngsters, to the teachers, to the parents if needed. And, and, and all of that influences career decisions in the future. So our, our view is, as building our skills, is that the, the more people we can recruit and the more people that then perhaps give up an hour a year and that's all it that's all we're asking for an hour a year to go into chat to young people that's probably another 30 young people that didn't know about our industry plus teaching staff and and, and classrooms can be a lot larger than that <laughs> yeah. as well sometimes so but 
But if you start to look at that across the board and you start to think about, okay, for every one individual going in to talk to 30 youngsters and then you times that by 100, you also almost immediately start to have a bigger understanding of what the fenestration industry is all about and, and and if you do that more than one hour a, more a year and you, and you, you enjoy it, it, it's such a fantastic feeling being back into that school environment. And, it, and it's a shame at the moment, obviously, it, it's still happening. It's just going to be happening virtually until probably September time when we get the green light that, that people can start to revisit into schools. But it's still vitally important now, even more so because of how much children have missed out on schooling and that interaction and that career advice and that so a lot of what they're going to be doing moving forward now is going to be sort of really academic based so to have visitors whether that be through an assembly whether that be through a careers sort of day week that the school's running it's really really great for them to have that influence as well and it's great for us as an industry to talk about fenestration um so that's that's one thing that we love doing is we all love talking about fenestration don't we when we all meet up industry events and stuff you know yeah we we all love to talk about it so it makes sense that we we branch those conversations out to an audience that's only going to be beneficial to the industry in, in years to come yeah, and I suppose what, what one thing we are looking to do as part of that relook that that campaign launch, and we do, we know that it can be daunting for um, people. I mean, you sit here talking to your peers, and 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 that's daunting enough. But you sit, sit in front of a, a, a classroom of fourteen year olds, and you suddenly, I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, I wonder what one you'd pick. <laughs> freeze up any time. But so what we're looking to do is uh, building our skills. Is we're, we're looking to put in some a toolkit together. So it'll be accessible through our website so if so for example somebody wants to or he's going into a classroom environment and that doesn't it could also be virtually we're we're, we're putting pulling together some video content to show how it could be we're putting together some q a stuff that they could use with the class so they can get that sort of icebreaker moment going little quizzes where they can actually so they haven't got to think about that side of it but what it will do with youngsters, it will talk to them about the fenestration industry first. It will help you as an individual and as a volunteer sort of settle into it because you're sort of giving them something that they're into, they're engaging with. And then you can start talking about yourself because that's that's always a great way of, especially with youngsters, of getting them all engaged. So we are creating that toolkit for people to use. We're not expecting for people to just just rock up and, and, and get on with it. it it's got to be something that's going to be really simplistic for, for people to, to, to actually be able to volunteer and take that time out. Um, at the moment but actually it's quite good at the moment as well because we're all doing sort of uh, virtual calls virtual conferences you you can actually sit here in in one area say in Yorkshire and you could be presenting to a group of children down in London without even getting away from your desk so it is actually quite an incentive to do that at the moment and and a really good a, a good time to do it too to get involved before you start actually going into that classroom and standing up in front of those 30 odd year yeah. <laughs> of young 14 year olds so uh, yeah so it's so it's a great time to get involved but again people who want to even before we start launching and obviously you will see the campaign that goes out sort of april time please get in touch at say hello at buildingourskills.co.uk and drop us a line to say that's what you're interested in and we'll help support that as well 
go from there. It's certainly a, an exciting future ahead for building our skills. And it's fantastic not only to see companies and individuals sign up from what we've seen so far and hopefully, and I'm sure we will see many more individuals and companies continue to sign up for building our skills, but also the industry bodies being involved as well. Like you mentioned, Fencer are going to be heavily involved in the next campaign. I think that's really important that, like you say, what we've been saying throughout this whole podcast is that everyone comes together in promoting the industry together as one to attract the best in young talent to secure the continued success of the UK window and door industry. We've talked about contact details and where to find you, but just to round it up nicely, if people, companies, trade bodies, they want to be more involved and show their support of building our skills and learn what the future campaign is going to be about, what are the, the best contact details to, to reach you on? Plug, plug yourself away. <laughs> yeah, so so like I said previously in several occasions, just email us on sailo at buildingourskills.co.uk. Go to the website and there are some forms for and, and more information about our um, individual campaigns and, and, and our supporters. Again, that's at buildingourskills.co.uk. Uh, we have a Facebook page at Building Our Skills and we also have a, a LinkedIn page and a Twitter page as well. So we can be found on all of those avenues um, and any of those come directly back. We're, we're, we're quite a small team. We, like I said, we like to hear from people, hear people's views. And the way if people want to get involved, they can do it as little or as much as they want to. And we're, we're more than happy for to accommodate any of those levels. So, uh, yeah, look forward to hearing from everybody. No, brilliant. Thanks, Steph. I, I appreciate that. And I appreciate your time as well, because I, I know you're you're a busy lady with all these campaigs going on. So thank you for finding the time to, to squeeze in a, a chat with me. And that really brings us into, as I say, part one of, of this episode of, of Mackinac, which I think has been a really good start it's a really really good episode i feel and i think the second episode is going to follow on really nicely we'll be joined with gqa which will follow on some of the stuff that steph's been talking about so don't forget to find us on spotify podbean amazon music apple podcasts subscribe and you'll be sure to hear the next episode of machinate soon thank you for listening bye-bye